Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC episode 60. Uh, our next guest is a visual artist from Queens, New York, who draws influence from the cartoons he grew up uh, watching in the surroundings of New York City. Uh, please welcome Eugene. Yo, what up, what up? How are you guys doing today? Mm, doing fine. You get close to the mic. I get close to the mic. I don't want to... No, no, you're not get too close to the mic. No, 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 no you, yeah, now you're good. But uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. And like, no. we were talking about your art before, and just like our like first impression of it was like it's it's just it's it's a uh, weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Why, why is it so weird? Man, I guess I'm just a weird guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, growing up, I went to an art high school, so I just saw different artists doing different things, and mm-hmm. like the way I was drawing at 14, it's like my shit ain't distinct, distinct, so I had to find a way to make it unique. So. Gotcha. Did you go to school here in the city? Yeah, I went to uh, high school of art and design in Manhattan. Oh, no way. I, wanted to, I went to uh, an internship with a bunch of those guys. Okay. Uh, the studio in the school thing a while back. When was that? Uh, must have been, when was I a junior? 2017? Oh, I was long gone by then. I was yeah. long gone. Yeah, some, some Bloomberg shit that was going yeah, on. Yeah, no, then. it sounds like some Bloomberg yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some cool guys over there. It's, uh, it seems like a pretty pretty cool school to, to be a part of. I mean, when I was going there, it was just artsy weirdos and hood rats. So it was like something constantly entertaining every same, fucking day. Same, like, like a facade? Like no, <laughs> the, it, it was... Every day there was something entertaining. No, it, them, it, oh, but... In our high school, it was just uh, hood rats and people who thought they were artsy but really weren't. They were just well, fake deep. What high school was that? Uh, Williamsburg high, high School for Architecture and Design. Oh, I didn't even know about that school. The same thing? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know, architecture and design. So we, like, mostly mm-hmm. studied drafting and yeah. 3D modeling and stuff like that. But, like, most people that were there didn't even want to do that. Like, I got zoned to that school. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, well, well, like, well, like, I, well, I didn't get zoned, but it was the last school on my list. Mm-hmm. And it was the only school that accepted me. So I was like, <laughs> I was pissed for like the first like yeah. semester being there because I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to study, study design and whatnot. But yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I feel like once you're in the school, you find your way around. Exactly, you know? exactly. I don't know. For me, I feel like as New Yorkers, you don't make, you know, people say you make your friends for life in college. I feel like it's more in high school. High school? You make yeah, your friends yeah, for yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah. Because you go elsewhere and then you start saying lingo and fucking all that. Like, I remember I went to LA and I was saying dead ass. And no one knew what dead ass was. And I was just like, dead ass? Don't know what dead ass means? Dead ass? <laughs> Yo, that's and you know what's fucking crazy though? Like right now, like more and more, like with this whole like TikTok shit, everyone's trying to steal our our fucking slang and shit. I mean, it's just uh, it's just natural, man. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, when you your best yo, city in the world, people try to copy you. It's from Philadelphia. That's a I, Philly. I slang. didn't know that. I didn't what know is that. it? That's what? a Philly slang. What is? I didn't know. Yo. 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 Same yo. yo. That's from Philly. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I can look it up right that. now or something. No, well, I, I'll believe him. I'll take him at face value, but <laughs> yeah. who gives a fuck? Who who gives a fuck about I didn't Philly? Know that. Yeah. 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 Who gives a fuck? John or whatever. Yeah. Philly. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know because I know Philadelphia generally has like history when it comes to like early like rap and hip hop and stuff yeah. like that you to like a certain point. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I didn't know they invented the word yo. That's great. Yo and. What did it? Back with graffiti, the first guy getting getting up says cornbread from Philadelphia in the sixties. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, so like, how do you know this stuff? Like, man, I'm just the type of dude like I'll watch something that interests me and just soak it in oh, my brain. Okay. You get like deep into it. Yeah. Deep, it's just how my brain works. If like if I'm interested in the subject, my brain will soak it up. I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
understand, yeah. So um, you were like talking about kind of like, so you went to college like in uh, Los Angeles? Uh, did film school was a mistake. If I could go back in time, <laughs> no, honestly, if I could go back in time, I'll go straight to trade school, get myself licensed. That's Same, what I'm doing right? now. Same. That's what I'm doing now. I've been working a trade and then doing the art here and there at the side okay, hobby. Okay, nice. So like, how where, was where did you go to school in, in LA? Uh, New York Film Academy. Real waste of time, though. I don't wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So you went to New York Film Academy They had a campus in, in like New York. Los I did Angeles? My, I did my first year in New York, and my second year I had to go to L.A. I mean, it was cool, but then again, I'm a natural kid, come from Queens, never had to drive, so I go to L.A., thinking I had public transportation. <laughs> I can't move, go nowhere, and I got, like, a crazy alcoholic roommate, like... I had gray hair since I was 19 from living with this alcoholic roommate. Like I don't want to get into those stories, but <laughs> oh man, that sounds like that sounds like a like a fun set of stories. But like it is. I mean, it's, you know, it's more of a learning experience. I mm. learned a lot that day. Yeah, <laughs> I learned a lot then. <laughs> why, why? Why do you think going to film school is uh, such a mistake? Uh, for me, it's just my personality. Like I tried working in that field afterwards, but also at the time I was like 22, 21, wasn't as confident as I am now. Plus, mm-hmm. I just had bad experience with producers. I had producers think I'm a drug dealer just because the job I had, my day job, was a cash-only business. Oh. So I had a large amount of cash on me, and this guy was overpaying for weed. I'm just like, dude, why are you paying so much for weed? <laughs> and the guy just like, dude, you're a drug dealer. I'm just like, <laughs> come on, bro, you gotta learn, come on. I mean, at that point, you should get drugs and just sell to him. I mean, that just mean, sounds like a client. Good, but yeah, I don't know, that shit stinks, yo. Yeah. It stinks, and I'm living with my folks at the time, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, would you say that uh, that uh, you prefer kind of, kind of like the, kind of like the culture of like New York to like LA or like what like differences have you seen? I mean, yo, I'm like a fourth generation New Yorker. Like my mm. family, they landed in Brooklyn. They went to Brooklyn. Never left that island. Went from Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island. So, like, my roots and my family is linked in New York. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I'm definitely a New Yorker through and through. Like, mm-hmm. I leave. The tri-state, I have an accent. But, <laughs> but now definitely the culture here is it's different. Mm-hmm. It's more fast-paced, uppity. But LA has that like laid-back, chill. Like the way they look at culture, like music and stuff like that, is completely different. In mm-hmm. Movies, There's, you can have a different type of conversation and vibe out there. Like if I'm out there, I ain't getting shit done. I'm just gonna be uh-huh. partying. Compared to out here, it's like <laughs> you gotta be on your grind. You can't. You can have fun, but mm-hmm. you can't just constantly be having fun. Okay, I see. Yeah, that seems what like you know everybody says generally. Just like L.A. is like chilled, laid back, and like New York, you gotta work, you gotta you know survive over here compared to like other places. But like speaking of that, like like do you think kind of like life in New York has like affected your art in a way that it's like very out there or like very I don't know. There's a there's a certain type of like very bomb bombastic energy to your art. So do you think? You know, obviously, you know. Is it New York art? Yeah, is it New York art? I I mean, I am from New York, so by default, it is New York art. But when I was younger, I used to do the quote bubbles, I would incorporate slang and all that. But now I try to step away from that because I don't want people just thinking the jokes is the artwork, it's the art itself. Mm -hmm. The way I do art and say, I consider it very New York. Mm-hmm. In the ways, like the way I do line work, you can say I drew from Keith Haring and how he did line work, mm-hmm. and different stuff and this and that. But definitely for sure, I'd say my artwork's very New York. Awesome, yeah. That's, I mean, it's, I'm from New York, so whatever yeah. I do is gonna be New York. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's great. Like, what do you feel about all these like transplants coming in? 
it's how it's <laughs> exactly. always been. Yeah, that's you it. Think just that's you? it. Okay, it's annoying, but like, let's really think back now and look back at it. That's how it's always been. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, the Lenape Indians. Then the Dutch came, the first transplant. Then the British came, second transplant. Then the Germans, the Italians, the Irish, the fucking Great Migration, the all this and that. There's always constantly people coming in and out of New York because it's right. a sports city. Mm-hmm. So it's just always going to be like that. The only difference now is that you're not seeing people leaving a bad situation to make a better life. You're seeing people leaving a good situation to try and make another good situation here. Right. That's what I feel is going on now. Really? Because like, like I feel, especially because of like everything that's like that's like going on this year, it's just like people leaving a bad situation to go back to like their good situation that they like always had, and no, they kind of have like a security blanket of like going back to you know their parents' house yeah, yeah, no, and is, stuff like that. No, that is definitely true. What you're saying about right now the current situation. Mm-hmm. I was talking more so before all yeah, the things yeah, 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 happened. Yeah. 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 But I mean, New York's gonna bounce back. It always does. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, New York at its toughest point was like the 70s, the 80s. Exactly. Yep. Bounce back hard and ever. You might disagree with how it was able to bounce back. Right. But it mm-hmm. did. Like, Mm-hmm. I mean that, that's sort of my thing. Like I, I don't really care if people are moving here from like another city or whatever. That that that's fine. But the thing is, like when you come into like my city and then you try to educate me about it. Oh, shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> and and then those are those are the same ones that are bitching about like how New York City is dead. Shut the fuck up with that shit. Not you. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> You know what gets me, man? Like, when I drink, like, the New York comes out of me more than ever. Like, I'll start yeah. using slang. My accent gets thicker. And I'll be drinking, and one of these transplants come over. It's like, I like what you said. I'm going to start talking like you. If I'm talking to someone that's out of New York, and they text me, I bet, I'm just like, <laughs> like, talk to me like I'm a normal dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's slang, but just like, I know you don't talk like that. Yeah. Don't. Mm. Switch it up for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's so. I've never had anybody. That's the first time like I've like heard something like that before. Like it's, that's just funny, you know. Just yeah. like somebody, somebody kind of like coming up to you like that, and just like. I mean, it's this is an extreme example. It's like a white dude talking jive. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a little extreme, but kind of along the lines of like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, talking about kind of like your experience, like as a like as an artist in like in like in like New York City, like um, like have you had like opportunities, like kind of like exhibition style to like present your art? Or I've done it where I've shown my work in other people's shows, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for a minute it was cool because you know I was doing shit, no hanging fee, all that, this and that. It was cool, and then for two years, I started me and a group of friends started throwing our own shows, mm-hmm. and that would felt really rewarding. Because one thing that gives me a pet peeve of when I'm getting invited to do shows and when I see a hanging fee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like recently, I got invited to do some shows, some gallery show in the Lower East Side, and they wanted 150 just to hang a small painting. Um. And it's like, I'm not gonna pay 150 just to bring up my painting, which I'm most likely not gonna sell right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe get ten followers and pay hundred fifty just to bring my painting back home. Right. It don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But what I did like is when we was from our own shows, our main focus was to not charge a hanging fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just give an option for all artists that we grew up with and all that. Because I went to North High School, so I put a lot of people I went to high school with on. Oh, that's they cool. told their friends because a lot of them went to that community. They put them on. So we had a nice collective going, but unfortunately, due to the events, we had to. Right. Uh, it wasn't COVID. It was other stuff before that, but yeah. just too much turmoil going on. Because you know it adds up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you feel? Cause, cause like 
exhibitions art shows always seem to be like so bougie like like how like 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 what has been your experience kind of like the culture like the air of the uh, art shows or like exhibits that uh you have been to mm. I've, I've never really been a part of a bougie one everyone i've kind of been is like i kind of like call it like new york garage yeah like oh, okay, art shows cool. yeah, which yeah, i yeah. fucking love i love yeah. doing stuff like that because you always meet great people at those things yeah like bougie shows i never really got invited to because i feel like my art doesn't reach that crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't appeal to that crowd so much so as a different crowd. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been had a whole bunch of different experiences with the fucking art world in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been kind of on a hiatus with shows because I come to realize, okay, I'm going to do it if they don't charge me a hanging fee. And if they do, I'm not doing it. Because I'd rather just put some money together and host a show myself. Right. Exactly, yeah. Like, I did that for my 24th birthday. I did a solo show. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah, I saw it on your Instagram, maybe? Yeah. It was a, Okay, cool, 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 Yeah, cool. I did a solo show and all that. So it's like, instead of me putting that money for your event, yeah. I can put the money into myself and invest in myself. Yeah. But, like, with that gallery situation, I understand, you know, you opened an art gallery, not the most profitable thing. Mm-hmm. Everything's getting shut down. Of course, you're going to charge an absurd amount of price. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a dummy and I'm not that desperate. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, I see. Like, in your opinion, like, what makes a, a good sort of show, both for, like, the artist and then also for, like, people coming in? A good show, it's, the artwork's got to be good. A lot of variety, for sure. So that way, everything you look at is something different. Right. Because there's been times where I've been to shows and I see a bunch of artists doing the exact same stuff. Like, I'll do this piece for a basket crown. Like, you see it a lot. Like, a lot of stuff, a lot of cliches. Yeah, yeah. So you want to keep it different. Having a good DJ helps a lot. Because if people get tired of the art, they can listen to music and enjoy. Right. Alcohol helps a lot, too. Always. And I feel like it's always good. And art is always nice to have some live performances, too. Mm. So you can bring people in for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So, like, multimedia, not just... Multimedia, but as a whole, it's an art show. Right. Mm-hmm. There's different things going on within that art show. Mm. Gotcha. And, and for like the artist, like what would be sort of terms that you you'd like to see with with something like that? The artist. I mean, me. I'm simple. Just don't charge me to hang my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like every artist is different. Uh huh. Some artists might be for me. I have a good show. I want to sell a painting. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's different. But like. For me personally, if I'm having a good time at the show, I meet a few good people, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how, so, yeah, so what is the process of, of kind of, like, selling your art to, to you know, somebody that, that you, like, think might be, like, you know, interested in, in a certain piece? Like, kind of, like, do you have to, like, haggle or kind of be almost kind of like a real yeah, estate agent? Kind of, like... Me, what I tend to do is I realize most people are cheap. Some people be like, oh, my brother tried to fix me up with a commission. He's like, yeah, I'm told 300. It's like, bro, just tell him 100 and I'll do it. Because I'd rather just get it done with, get that pocket money, be good. But like, oh, right. if you get over a certain price, people just not going to be interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no matter how much they want it, the price is too high, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Art is like an elitist world when it comes to selling art. Everyone thinks it's all high value, but. If you're not a name or a star or whatever, you're not going to get that money. Yeah. Like that much. Like I've seen art shows where someone's selling like pretty amateur work and they're asking for $400. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're insane. No one's going to buy that. <laughs> I think with anything, it's more about brand than it is about the actual work. No, of course. It's all, it's about the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if the, if the artist behind the artist's work can be trash, but the story is good. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, think about most artists, it's a story. Like, 
Vincent Van Gogh, he cut off his ear. The story of Van Gogh is interesting. Mm -hmm. The story of Caravaggio is interesting. Mm -hmm. The story of Keith Haring, uh, interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. John Michelle, oh, John Michael, oh, I can't even say Basquiat, man. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> booking up his name right now. Oh my God, you know, I feel bad about that. But it's all about the story more than anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, the reason why Basquiat painting goes for so high is because they're so little. Mm -hmm. So little, so it's all about the narrative. Yeah. Right. So, like, speaking of narrative, um, there's like two questions I want to ask you. But the first one is like, what is the narrative behind your work? Like, do you have some sort of like over overarching theme or narrative, or is it just what comes to your mind and you just produce it? It's sometimes what comes to my mind, but recently when I try to paint stuff, I try to paint a blacking and all that, like kind of like how you a cinematographer will do with a blacking. Mm -hmm. To try to incorporate elements of the story into the piece, mm -hmm. you know, but it's all really random. Like I've been kind of in like a painting drought for a while, but it's like that. It goes in cycles. Like mm -hmm. one minute, I'm creating three paintings in a week. Next, it might be four weeks. So like, mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. But it's just once an idea. If I have an idea and it hits me and it's really good, my main priority is gonna go home and get this on campus. Right. Got it. Cool. But it's all a process. I can't say exactly which way it goes yeah mm. and all that okay right. i think that would be a good time yeah, to kind of like yeah. show some of your art pieces and um are there like any specific ones that you want to have us like slideshow <laughs> uh, yeah i can show you them after we're done with this yeah oh, awesome yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, sounds yeah, good Right, hey guys, welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC. And um, if you're watching this on video, you would have seen that we've posted or like did a slideshow of a bunch of Eugene's art. And um, out of the art that you showed us, is there like any any one of them that like really resonates with you, or like any anyone that you like really want to talk about? Definitely the quarantine pieces, just because mm -hmm. I've been mm -hmm. time when. Everyone was just staying at home. Like, I wasn't working for, like, a month and two weeks, so I was just constantly just in my room looking at the same stuff over and over again, for sure. Yeah. Um, the Coming America piece, it's one of my favorite movies. I'm from Queens, so if you see the movie, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, landscapes is something I used to do a lot when I was younger. When I was a kid, I used to do landscapes with pastel, and I was drawing, like, realistically back then, like, 10 mm -hmm. or 11, so... Mm -hmm. It's nice that I'm able to fuse what I'm doing now with what I was doing in the past. Okay. And, and the sketches are just something I do when I'm bored. I think I did that one at work when there was like dead time. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like stuff like that like when I try you to incorporate my humor. No, no. Do you, you want to like read it off? So I was like, hey, hey, blessed morning. I would like a bacon, egg, and cheese, please. Just because he said that, eight dollars. <laughs> okay, so what's like? <laughs> Honestly, so, if I run a yeah. deli and someone said some shit like that to me in the morning, like. Nine dollars, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know kinda, yeah, that kind of like falls to falls into like the stereotype of kind of like New York as being like yeah. rough and gruff and stuff like that. You know so what like, you think about you know what made me come with that? You know how Instagram they show sponsored contents. I saw some shit like Williamsburg sausage egg and cheese six fifty. That's fucking God damn them to hell. Six. <laughs> Yo, I, I actually got a fucking like uh, I got a theory on, on like bacon egg and cheese and coffee. Yeah. So like if a bacon egg and cheese and coffee costs more than like let's say three fifty, it, it's centrified. I mean, I'll say four dollars. No, 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 no. Four, I think four, four is like the upper threshold. No, I can no, still no, get. No. It depends what neighborhood you're at. Mm. Like, if you're in a rougher neighborhood and you're paying $4, questionable. But if yeah. you're in a nice neighborhood and you're paying 
Good deal. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Good deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like after that four dollar mark, it just like that's a gentrification point. Yeah, yeah no. That's if my it, theory. If the sandwich costs more than four. Okay, so let's so let's so 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 since we're on the topic topic of like bacon and cheese, so bacon and cheese. So like between kind of like a Hispanic bodega and like a um, Arabic one, like which one do you guys prefer? Hispanic. Nah. <laughs> well, you're, well, you're Mexican, so no. Nah, okay. Yeah. My bodega. I don't know what they are. The, the sh- <laughs> okay. Okay. The guy who blesses the food. He's some cap on Corona, so he's definitely Spanish. Yeah. Okay. But he got the touch. But the owners themselves, I don't know who they are, but. Yeah. They got a $5 breakfast platter. Ooh, what's that? Oh, shit. Yo, eggs, any style you want. Uh-huh. Breakfast meat mm-hmm. of your choice. Hash browns, home fries, Ooh. or or, um, toast? or french fries, okay. and toast. Five bucks. I'm going to ask you Ooh. the name of it after the interview, just like people listening don't <laughs> know about it. That deli you talked about? Continental Luncheonette on Metropolitan Avenue. <laughs> Got it. Ooh, Yo, that that's good. the spot in the morning. Yeah. Like you can't, I can't order from there from 8.30 to 9.30. They can't order there. How come? The construction guys come through and they order like 40 bacon, egg, and cheese. Dude, nothing is more. It's funny because like bacon, 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 egg, and cheese is like only iconic to like New Yorkers. Like yeah. nobody else. Like, like, you know, but like, yeah, dude, like a bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning with, with your like Arizona. That's yeah. just like, that's just like a that's memory. That's just like, like an elementary image. school to high yeah, school. Just like ingrained into my yeah. head. Yeah. Yo, my tech, my way of telling the deli is good. Are there construction workers and are there cops there? Mm. <laughs> wait, 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 explain True. that one, yeah. Yo, construction workers, there's always one guy who has to go there and they got to order like 40 fucking things. Mm-hmm. If it's a whack deli, they're not going to order 40 whack bacon, egg, and cheeses. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to the good deli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cops too. They're mm-hmm. out there all over the fucking neighborhood. They know which spot's good and which spot's bad. That's yeah. true. That, that, that's true, yeah. Like, it's very easy to get a bad sandwich. That that is true, yeah. I mean, what's like the worst baking and cheese or like sandwich you've gotten from like a oh, like? Do you remember that day? The preschool <laughs> lunch, the powder eggs, the Canadian bacon. Oh man, that's taking me. Yo, back. I miss the pizza though. The pizza? No, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that triple pepperoni was great, yo. No, but the triangle was terrible. No, I never had that one. The terrible was the wrecked, the weird rectangle. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, cause, cause, like at high school we like barely got the bagel pieces or like the circle pieces, which were the best. No, I think the city got rid of that. Uh, they got rid of that Like uh, I mean I don't know What years you guys Graduated high school but uh, We're like So I'm like 23 He's like 22 So we're like Okay so I'm just a few years Older than you guys Exactly yeah. exactly yeah But like um, Nah I think they got rid of it uh, Like around the time I was in middle school I stopped seeing The rectangle yeah, pizza And the circle pizza Yeah 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 yeah, yeah Like yeah. I think yo, I'm gonna take this hoodie off cause Yeah it's yeah Do your thing Yeah it's hot in here like, around that time, I think they got rid of it because that's when they started changing the whole school lunch plans yeah. and all that. Like, I remember you said the Snapple vending machines and yeah. they went away and all that. I think that. it was because of uh, Michelle Obama, wasn't it? Oh, that absolutely. It's because of Michelle Obama. You think the Bush administration cared that the kids are fat? <laughs> <laughs> she took the only thing we had to go Yeah, she made, it, she made us, like, fucking, like, take that one day in the summer off or something like that. Remember? Wait, what was that? Like, like Nickelodeon oh, would just like. Oh, wait, go out and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I mean, shit was annoying, bro. We, like, most kids would just, just like go on Disney or something. Exactly. Oh, they, oh, I don't even know what I was doing. I might have actually went outside and played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, so, 
so so the second question that I had like like before like the break was um yeah so kind of like the cartoons that that like inspired your art because mm-hmm. because in your bio you said yeah. um it says that you know like certain cartoons mm-hmm. have like inspired your art and I'm yeah. guessing it's kind of like the whole nineties Nickelodeon thing with the very kind of like bombastic yeah. animation or like yeah I was more of a Cartoon Network kid than a oh, Nickelodeon oh, but cool, definitely cool. Nickelodeon for sure but yeah. uh, some kids I mean I grew up watching a lot of Ed and Eddie yeah it's uh Crazy yes. story, the creative courage of Cowardly Dog was my parents' landlord. No fucking way. Yeah. Wait, he's from New York? I mean, he, he was living in Queens for a minute. Really? Yeah, he was like, my parents' landlord. They only found serious? out he created the show because we was, like, young and we was watching the show. Just like, that yeah. looks familiar. Wait, wasn't that guy our landlord? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. But, I mean, looking back, I'd say... It was a French film that really, I was watching, like, I'm looking, it's like, yo, I think I still constantly drew from this movie a lot. It's called, what's, uh, yeah, what's the it's name called it? uh, Triplets of Belleville. And, and, and it's a French film? It's a French animated movie. There's no dialogue in it. Oh. But it's really dope. I recommend you check it out. Sometimes on YouTube, you can get lucky. You can watch a free crap version. Uh-huh. Yeah. I recommend yeah. So, like, uh, did you watch it like as a kid or as like, a teenager? As a, or? Yeah, I watched it as a kid because my mother's French, so anytime any French is around, she makes a big deal about it. Oh, like, okay, cool, 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 cool. So I remember we went to the city. What's that movie theater on um, Houston? I have no idea, bro. Oh, there was a movie theater on Houston. I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like slightly off of Soho and slightly off of Lafayette. I think it's called Sunshine Theater. Or okay, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we went there to go see it. Okay, cool. But it, it, I was just like, because I watched it again recently. I'm watching like. I think I might have borrowed from this movie and I realized. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I definitely want to check it out later then. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a sure. good, like, yeah. hour and ten minute movie. Yeah. It's pretty funny, too. But yeah. Awesome. So, like, are you, like, watching any, like, cartoons, anime? Like, are you, like, drawing any, like, any, like, inspiration from, like, any media that you're, like, watching these days, or? I was be watching The Good, The Bad, The Ugly recently, so I think I might do the Mexican standoff. Just to <laughs> them, just... Yeah. But... As for cartoons, I don't really watch anything. Like to be honest, they canceled my favorite one of my favorite cartoons just recently. What like what cartoon? Uh, Venture Brothers. Oh wait, it was still running. I didn't it know was it was still, still running. running. They take Matt Long to do it because you see the animation of later seasons. It's yeah, outstanding, yeah, yeah. but they just canceled it. Oh damn! I'm sorry to hear that. It happens. I just you know it's just stuff when they cancel a show and they don't bring closure. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, something like that's probably gonna get picked up by someone. Yeah, probably by like Netflix or like whatever, yeah. Hulu, maybe something like that. Could be. Probably HBO Max because they're doing they're getting all the adult animation now. They're all it's all going to HBO Max. Oh, okay, I see. So that's why we're just boondocking on Hulu no more. South Parking on Hulu no more. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fuck with all the streaming platforms. I mean, the, it, it, one, then you gotta it, yeah, it's like the, I mean, sort of like the interest that people have for streaming was because like you you didn't have to pay, you know, all those mm-hmm. services for that. But now with so many streaming services, you're paying the same fucking amount. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so stupid. It's the Simpsons is the hardest shit to watch. Yeah. <laughs> all I gotta do if I wanna watch is get that Disney Plus. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Nah. Like, no, nah, it's not worth it. I mean, I've been, like, like you probably know, kind of like the uh, conversation, or, or you know, people say that like the Simpsons were like only good for like the first five or seven, seven seasons, seasons, and seven, then like yeah. everything else is like bad, or like you just see the quality go down and down and down. Like, yeah, what do you think about that? I heard it's that episode where you find out that Skinner ain't really Skinner. Yeah, that's, and that's the, like when yeah. all the 
fluid, somewhat narrative just mm-hmm. went. Out went the out the window. window, yeah. I mean, but that's like bound to happen with a show that's been on for like 30, 25, 30 years now. Like, come on, let's like end it. Like, um, we were talking about The Simpsons and like whatever, but like speaking of like kind of like The Simpsons and that and that episode you were like telling us about with like Marge kind of like Sounded roasting like Trump. Yeah, yeah, it was like something like that. Like, what do you think art's role in like political discussion is? It's a big question, yeah. yeah I say out of <laughs> politics because, like, to me, I see it's like, okay, both sides are evil. They're both looking after their, their wallets at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, call a spade a spade. Like, yo, this is good for our pockets. Like, okay. But, I mean, art can be powerful and art can be used to make statements and all that. Like, my father was telling me about some piece in Russia where a guy just had a white canvas because he was doing this back in the USSR. Mm-hmm. And the campus was white is because this is all the USSR allows me to say. Mm. Ooh, wow, yeah. So, like, you might look at that canvas and be like, oh, this guy didn't do shit. But the meaning behind it right. makes the piece. Yeah. So it's like that with any type of art medium. If there's a meaning behind it and it's t- told well, uh-huh. then good job. But if it's just there for the sake of being there. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like these days, like, you know, kind of like modern art in like a lot of ways can, or like, you know, like you kind of like seen those like pieces about like somebody putting like a straw down, like, like in the middle of like a museum or like an exhibit and like people think it's like, you know, like, like, like a real exhibition or like something like that, or just like, kind of like with like modern art, there's a lot of like, like it's like lost its meaning in a mm-hmm. sense where like it's it's just become too absurd and like whatnot. And so like w- like what do you think about like what is modern art? You know your opinion and like do you think it's going in a positive or negative direction from like a holistic point of view or? I mean I'm an old soul so I appreciate stuff in the past way mm-hmm. more than in the present. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say this: if you can sell, not like physically sell, but sell the idea of whatever bullshit you're pushing, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're an artist. Like it's like here's some broken plates. It's beautiful. Like, right. Yeah. Like, if you can do that, that's an art in itself. Like mm-hmm. sales. Exactly. It's like sometimes being an artist, it's you gotta be a salesman. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta talk your way. It's like. Me and my friends had a, an idea of a joke. We had a friend of ours that went to Portugal, and we had an idea. It's like, okay, we're going to try to get in time out of New York. We're going to do this piece. My friend's name, an American life, just him. We're just FaceTime each other. He ain't doing nothing. Yeah. But we try to convince him, like, this is the state of modern America. This is the past. There's a bullshit behind it. Yeah. yeah. And just try to sell it, but even though it's nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, shit like that happens all the fucking time in the world. Right. If yeah. you can push your narrative or bullshit and mm-hmm. have people buy into it just like anything mm-hmm. it's gonna work mm-hmm. do you do you think that like formal training in a sense of like artistic formal training learning proper techniques and stuff is like more and more becoming less less important these days for kind of like artists that are coming up or like new artists like you like I mean for someone like me if I'm in an artist I'm looking at art and I see someone that did it a human being and all everything the proportions are all perfect I'm like yo this motherfucker <laughs> like like for me it's like when I look at someone's art like I want to be envious of this guy's work right because that strives me to make me better you mm. know and I want to be like I'm a better artist than this guy I don't want to see that when I look at someone else's art so I feel like learning their fundamentals is always important because there's rules you know when it comes to the human form there's rules you mm. know 
your eyes are here. Your eyes are in the middle of your face, not up here. Even though hair, if it seems like it's lower, it's not. Like mm -hmm. there's rules to this and that and proportions and all that mm -hmm. and perspective and all these different things. So I think, I mean, me, I had some fundamental training. I'm not like a master, but yeah. I have an idea of what it is. So just even having the idea helps a lot. Yeah. I mean, you got. I guess you got to learn the rules and then go, like your style is just learning to, to see like which ones you can turn off and turn on yeah. and that's your style, right? Like you can't, you can't like go into something not knowing the rules. Exactly. Like you can't just drive a car and not know how to drive a car. Mm -hmm. Same thing, it's like, you gotta learn certain things. Like, some people can just go straight to paper and just do what they gotta do. But most people, they gotta block it out. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, what do you uh, what do you want to leave with? Oh, one more question, if you don't mind. Like, how specifically did uh, you develop your art style? Like, was there like was it like a conscious thing or kind of like an unconscious thing? Like, what was the thought process of like developing this concrete style okay. that uh, you have now? I guess I started fucking around with it, <laughs> I'd say around 14, 15. Mm -hmm. I didn't start doing eyes. I would just draw like a slit across and mm -hmm. like make it the part of the brow or the forehead where the eyes would be and the nose would start there. But it wasn't until I was in the 11th grade, I was like a history book reporter and the teacher wanted to draw a portrait of a figure from the Civil War. Mm -hmm. I chose John Brown, I did a portrait of John Brown and the style that I do now. And actually, I'll send you the painting if you want to include it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. I'll send you that painting, but from that moment there, I was doing portraits, and then broke off to different stuff, different that backgrounds and all that. So it's always been evolving, and it always will evolve as I get older. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't stop, but it's just trial and error, seeing what I can do, seeing what works, what doesn't. But in the other style, it don't stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You never, as an artist, you never, there's always more to learn. Like, mm -hmm. any trade or skill. You Like, once you stop being a student, there ain't much to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. Would you ever set out to make, like, a fashion brand or anything like that? What was that? Like, a fashion brand. Oh, yeah, because you, do you, like, have your own brand now? Like, because I, mean, I saw... this hat I'm wearing, I designed it, but... Oh, that's cool, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, for me, it's like I wear basic clothes. I'm not, like, a young guy anymore. I'm not going to yeah. be wearing flashy graphic shirts. Mm -hmm. Right. So I wouldn't want to make something that I wouldn't wear. Oh. Okay, I see. Yeah. So it's not my lane. Like, yesterday someone was telling me, like, oh, let's start a t-shirt business. Like, I got different stuff that I want to take care of before I think about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like definitely great that you like have your priorities so that you're not like taking too spread out. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. not too spread out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like right now, my priority is just to make sure I'm good, like financially, because yeah. yeah, this is America, money over everything. Like, not only America, <laughs> this is New York City. I mean, New York City, but just America in general, man. This is how the country works. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, what do you want to leave with? I guess we'd touch base um, on that. I feel like leaving money over everything is always a good way to end things, but um, my name is Eugene. You can follow me on Instagram at eugene.art. DM me for commissions. I'm always down to do work, and nice talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much yeah, for coming, thanks for coming yeah, on. Thank you guys for having me come out, man. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Uh, this was fun, man. i never done this before, so yeah. it was fun, man. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you guys very much.